So Lamar Jackson reported to training camp a week ahead of the rest of the Ravens veterans. His arrival came after almost a month of speculation that he might be holding out for a new contract. And on the same day that Jackson reported, Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray signed a mega deal worth $230 million. How does his monster contract impact Jackson and the Ravens negotiations? Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Monday, July 25th, and this is your first ever morning Ravens vault. The Ravens placed six players on the physically unable to perform list heading into Wednesday's start to training camp. The list includes several prominent starters. Is there any cause for concern? Cornerback Iman Marshall was waived by the Ravens over the weekend, leaving just two players on the roster from the 2019 draft. We take a look at how Eric DaCosta's first draft as a GM is panning out. All of that is coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lamar Jackson reported to Ravens training camp nearly a week ahead of the rest of the veterans. Bobby, many are wondering if this early arrival is a sign that he came to Baltimore to ink a new contract extension. Would you say that that is a fair assumption? Well, look, Sarah, right? While it was good to see the 2019 unanimous MVP already in town, it doesn't necessarily mean that a contract is around the corner. Historically, it's the rookies, injured players, and quarterbacks who are required to arrive at camp a week before the rest of the vets, right? That was the case when Joe Flacco was the Ravens QB, and it's still true today. That said, simply being in Baltimore could help propel negotiations forward. Just being in the same building with GM Eric DaCosta helps because we know Jackson doesn't have an agent and represents himself in negotiations. Okay, so we can't read too deeply into the timing of his arrival, but what about the fact that he arrived at all? Do you think that means anything? Oh, for sure. His presence alone is a positive sign. He said before that contract or no contract, he's ready to play football. His arrival backs up that kind of talk. Jackson appears all in this season. If you watch the video of his arrival that the team published, you can see he's clearly been working this offseason. He's noticeably more bulked up. and As he walks from his car to the building, 
he flashed that classic smirk, that bright smile that came across his face while clapping his hands together, almost as if he's ready to go, right? Sending that kind of message. Some of the media had speculated that Jackson might hold out of camp until he gets a new deal, especially after skipping OTAs this offseason, which was well-documented. But number eight smashed that narrative just by showing up to the castle. And coincidentally, on the very day that Jackson reported a training camp, news broke of a five-year, $230.5 million mega deal between the Arizona Cardinals and their quarterback, Kyler Murray. How does that news impact Jackson and the Ravens? Well, Sarah, both Jackson and the Ravens would tell you it doesn't affect their negotiations at all. Jackson was asked a similar question after the Cleveland Browns signed Deshaun Watson earlier this offseason. At that point, he said, quote, I'm a man of my own, close quote. The Ravens also have a reputation of doing business their own way, too, as you know from your time at the Castle. That said, it's impossible to ignore the quarterback market. And the fact is that the last two quarterbacks who got paid, Murray and Watson, both received about $230 million over five years. So it's safe to assume that's the floor for Jackson. Now, what could be a bigger sticking point is guaranteed money. Historically, the NFL hasn't doled out fully guaranteed deals like other professional sports leagues. So many people had wondered if that NFL trend could change after Watson got a fully guaranteed deal. Well, it didn't change with Murray. Murray not getting a fully guaranteed contract suggests that Watson's deal may have been more of an aberration than a new trend. Everyone will be looking to see what happens with Jackson's deal in that regard. No question about that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if either side digs in their heels with guaranteed money. Bobby, some have criticized Jackson for not hiring a traditional agent, but so far, would you say that he's been doing okay for himself? I'd say so. Had Jackson signed an extension last season like fellow 2018 first-round draft pick Josh Allen did in Buffalo, he most certainly would have settled for less money. The NFL had three $40 million a year quarterbacks heading into this offseason, Sarah. Now it has seven. At this point, Jackson is likely to get something closer to $50 million per year rather than 40 Jeez, those are mind-boggling numbers. Coming up, the Ravens placed six players on the PUP list, including Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, and Marcus Peters. Is that announcement cause for concern? So the Ravens announced over the weekend that they placed several key veterans on the physically unable to perform list just before camp. Sarah, catch us up on who the players are and what this might mean for them. Yeah, sure. So on Friday, the six players placed on the PUP list were all-pro left tackle Ronnie Stanley, another all-pro in corner Marcus Peters, starting running back J.K. Dobbins, along with his fellow running back Gus Edwards. There was starting outside linebacker Tyus Bowser, and to wrap it up, there was safety Ardarius Washington. So obviously, Bobby, most of these are very prominent names, including four key starters. So it's never fun for fans or for the Ravens, for that matter, to start camp with so many important players' health in limbo. But that's just the reality of life after Baltimore was the most injured NFL team last season. 
But is it cause for concern that they're not ready to go at this point, Sarah? No, not at this time. It may be later on, but not at this time. It was widely expected that all these guys would start camp on PUP, even if they were pretty much healthy. Many of them could just be precautionary moves because the Ravens have vowed to change how they approach practice in order to try to avoid last year's terrible injury fate. And it's important to distinguish here, Bobby, between the reserve and the active PUP list. If you're placed on the active PUP list, you can return to practice at literally any time. And so that's the case with all six of these players. Okay, so there's no need to immediately panic, but how long will it take until we see them on the field again, you think? Yeah, that's the question, right? And and the, the fact is that the answer will be different for each player. And we'll see some sooner than others. So, for example, there was Dobbins, Edwards, and Peters who each tore their ACL before the 2021 season even began. And seeing as it's been nearly a year of rehab for them, they might be in that healthy, but we're being cautious kind of category. And you might even put Stanley in that category because his ankle surgery was way back in October, but he's more of a wild card because his ankle didn't respond well the first time he had surgery. So he's almost in a category of his own. Now on the other end of the spectrum is Tyus Bowser, who tore his Achilles during the very last game of the season. So it stands to reason that he might take a little bit longer. Although Bowser has been showing positive signs of healing very quickly with training videos he's posted on social media. So, you know, there's some optimism there. But overall, with all six of these players, last year taught us not to get too excited, but there is optimism based on comments from John Harbaugh this offseason that each of these six players could potentially be ready for week one of the regular season, and that's what matters most, Bobby. And not just John Harbaugh's comments, though, right, Sarah? In J.K. Dobbins' case, he made it abundantly clear that he plans to be back pretty soon, huh? (laughs) Absolutely. Bobby, what you're referring to is his exchange, his blunt exchange with NFL Network's Ian Rappaport last week. Now, Rappaport had reported that Dobbins may not be ready for week one, and then Dobbins quickly shut down that idea. He tweeted the following, quote, Okay, I'm tired of being quiet. Come to me for your source, Ian Rappaport, because I might not even go on PUP because that's how good my rehab is going. And I'm damn sure going to be ready for week one. Baltimore waved cornerback Ebon Marshall Saturday, leaving just two players from the 2019 draft class on the Ravens roster. Bobby, can you first walk us through why Marshall was cut heading into his fourth and final year of his rookie contract? Simply put, he just didn't make it onto the field enough. Marshall has played in just three games over three years due to a rash of various injuries. Meanwhile, the Ravens have put a lot of resources into the cornerback position this offseason, and they now have plenty of depth with 10 total corners all in all. Yeah, so the move makes sense from the Ravens' perspective, but it's definitely a tough break for Marshall. Hopefully he can catch on elsewhere in the league. Now, Bobby, taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture, how does this move fit in with the rest of the Ravens' 2019 draft class? 
Well, it's not looking great for Eric DaCosta's first draft class as a GM when you look at it big picture, right? It, yes, it was a smaller eight-man draft class. He didn't have a second-round pick because it was used the year prior to trade for Lamar Jackson, which they certainly don't regret at this point. But six of the eight drafted players are already gone. In addition to Marshall, there was, of course, Marquise Brown taken in the first round. He was a solid pick after racking up 1,000 yards last year, but was ultimately traded to the Arizona Cardinals in April on draft night. That's well documented. Then you have third round outside linebacker Jalen Ferguson, who tragically passed away just last month. Third round wide receiver Miles Boykin was cut in April. He would later sign with the Steelers this offseason. Fifth round defensive tackle Dalen Mack was also cut back in 2020. And then, of course, sixth round QB Trace McSorley was signed off the Ravens practice squad by the Cardinals last year. Right. So it leaves just two fourth rounders in running back Justice Hill and left guard Ben Powers. Bobby, would you say those two are expected to stick around in Baltimore for at least this season? Well, they certainly could, right? Hill's a significant special teams contributor, and Powers started 12 games at left guard last year. They needed him. But I wouldn't say either of them are locks to make the team. The Ravens beefed up their depth at running back this offseason, and Hill could find himself as an odd man out because of those moves. Baltimore also has considerable depth at left guard, and the reality is that the team won't be able to keep everyone in that room. If everyone stays healthy and the younger players step up, it wouldn't be surprising to see DaCosta seek a trade for either one of these guys. Well, if both Hill and Powers were to leave, I'm not sure I have ever seen an entire Ravens draft class being gone after just three years. Some other quick news items you need to know are that the Ravens continued to add even more offensive tackle depth by re-signing David Sharp, who spent much of last season on their practice squad. Sharp will join Stanley, Morgan Moses, Juwan James, and Daniel Falele at the tackle position. And Calais Campbell saw some of the Madden NFL video game ratings for defensive tackles, and he didn't like what he saw. Campbell tweeted, quote, Madden thinks I fell off. I've been over a 90 for 10 straight years, but I guess they think the run is over. We will see. And finally, Marlon Humphrey attended a Baltimore Orioles baseball game over the weekend. The O's have been on an impressive hot streak and are vying for a playoff spot. But Humphrey believes they'll do more than just make the playoffs. The O's are winning the championship, Marlon tweeted. Don't care what you say, argue with somebody else. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying this show, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and maybe even sharing it with a friend or a group message. And that's all the time we've got, but we'll be back Tuesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. <laughs> <laughs>